Thank you for tuning in to Sounding Out to the Nations, a podcast of Refiner's Fire Ministries. This is international evangelist Ronnie Casillas. I am so glad to be here sharing the word of the Lord with you today. It's a privilege and an honor, and it really is a satisfaction of my soul because the mandate upon our life and our ministry is to sound out to the nations. Sound out the word of the Lord to the nations of the earth. We do that through uh, conferences, crusades, and revivals all across the world. And uh, now are involved in podcast um, messages as well as about to start a radio ministry, uh, a local radio station here in San Antonio, Texas, really covering a broad amount of the state of Texas. Um, I want to share a message today that I've titled, Do Not Despise Small Beginnings, from Zechariah chapter 4 and verse 10. For who has despised the day of small things? For they shall rejoice and shall see the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel with those seven that are the eyes of the Lord, which run to and fro through the whole earth. The thought here is that we should not despise small beginnings nor small things. For God has said in Zechariah 4, 6, Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Look at the disciples, little people, unimportant people, unimpressive people. How many of us would have picked these 12 as world changers? David was small, a boy in the face of a giant, the least in his family. The cloud Elijah saw was small, smaller than his fist, the Bible says, as he raised his hand up against the sun. And so, but from it came a great, great rainstorm. Gideon's army was small, only 300 men, but each one was handpicked by God Almighty. The small boy with, with a small lunch fed 5,000 people with Jesus' help. Remember, it was a still small voice where Elijah heard God speak. Do not despise the day of new beginnings. Or do not despise the day of small things. See, a man told the story of a warehouse property he was selling. The building had been empty for months and needed repairs. Vandals had damaged doors, smashed windows, and thrown trash all over the place. As he showed a prospective buyer the property, the man took time To say that he would replace the broken windows for him, bring in a crew to correct any structural damage, and clean out the garbage. Forget about the repairs, the buyer said. When I buy this place, I'm going to build something completely different here in the site where the building is at. He said, I don't want the building. I want the site. Compared with the renovation God has in mind for us, Our effort to improve our own lives are as small as sweeping a warehouse scheduled for demolition. When we become God's children, the old life is over, according to 2 Corinthians 5.17. He makes all things new. He wants the sight and the permission to build things new. 
God's strength is made perfect in weakness, the Bible says. God who raised Joseph from the prison, David from the sheepfold, Daniel from slavery. God converted the world by a fisherman and a tent maker. Jesus himself first becoming a carpenter before becoming the Savior to the nations. In the passage above, God was speaking of the temple being rebuilt and restored to glory. And God desires to restore us to glory. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. To make of us a temple full of His presence. We have this treasure in earthen vessels, the Bible tells us. God wants us to know we are made for miracles. According to Mark chapter 16 and verse 17 says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Three things I want to share with you today that you as a Spirit-filled Christian must believe in order to operate in the miraculous. The first thing that you must believe is in the person. In other words, who you are. You must believe you're the person God says you are. You must know who you are in the sight of God and in the sight of the devil. God knows more about you than you know about yourself. I'm talking to you, the real you on the inside, the spirit man. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. You see, he addresses old things and all things. To you there is therefore no condemnation. You are created in righteousness and true holiness. He became sin for you that you might be made the righteousness of God. You are partakers of the divine nature. He washed you from your sin by His own blood. You are accepted and unbeloved. Your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. You are more than conquerors. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. He took your sins, your sickness, your curse. He took your death and has set you free. And who the Son sets free is free indeed. Praise be to His name forever. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. You have His life. You have His blood. You have His nature. You have His promises, His name, and His power. Romans 8.32 says, He that spared not His own Son, but delivered Him up for us all, how shall He not with Him also freely give us all things? The people in Jerusalem may see a power of rubble, but I see the finished product, is what God was saying in Zechariah 2.5. It says, For I, saith the Lord, will be in, unto her a wall of fire round about, and will be the glory in the midst of her. See, you are not worms of the dust. What well, God is clean, let no man call unclean. You are sons of God and children of the King. Quit whining and no more condemning yourself. Who are you? Inside the body of clay hands, a new person. You're a new creation. You're born again. You're a person fashioned by the hands of the Master. Believe you're the person God says you are. So the first thing you must believe 
in order to operate in the miraculous is the person. The person God says you are. The second thing you need and must believe to operate in the miraculous is the place. In other words, where are you? You must believe you are where God says you are. You must recognize your present realm of existence. Colossians 1.13 says, Who has delivered us from the powers of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. There's been a change. There's been an exchange. He took upon himself our sin that we might be righteous in his place. He transferred us from the kingdom of Satan to the kingdom of God. When God saved you, you became a new creature. He delivered you. Out of the power and authority of darkness. He translated you into a new kingdom. Notice the past tense, not in the future. It's a done deal. He took care of all things and old things. You once stood out in darkness looking in. Now you stand with Jesus looking out at those in darkness. You have been translated out to bring others out. You have been delivered to get others delivered. You have been released to help release others from the bondages of sin. You have been freed from the power of Satan that you might be, that you might free others from darkness, that you might move in the supernatural. You are now out of the kingdom of Satan. And, and Jesus said in Luke chapter 10 verse 19, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. You heal the sick. You cast out devils. You deliver the captives. You tread on serpents and scorpions. In my name you can do this, is what Jesus said. Where are you? Wake up. You're in the kingdom of God, and Satan has no power over your life. You must believe you are where God says you are. Listen to Zechariah 2.10. Sing and rejoice, O daughters of Zion. For lo, I come, and I will dwell in the midst of thee, saith the Lord. And many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day, and shall be my people. And I will dwell in the midst of thee, and thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts has sent me unto thee. There is a place God has prepared for you. A place where destiny is fulfilled. A place where God builds His temple. A place where the giftings and callings of God manifest. A place of new beginnings. Do not despise the day of new beginnings. Do not despise the day of uh, small things. So remember the person. You must believe you're the person God says you are. Second is the place. Remember the place. You must believe uh, that you're in that place God has called you to be, which is in the kingdom of God. And third, the third thing you as a spirit-filled Christian must believe in order to operate in the miraculous is the power. Believe you can do what God says you can do. Must believe so strongly you start doing them. Abraham believed God for a miracle. He got Isaac, his son, at an old, old age. Moses believed, or Joseph believed God for a miracle. He got a throne. He got delivered from prison and got sat on a throne right after that. Moses believed God for a miracle. 
He got a deliverance ministry. He brought out over two and a half million people that were in bondage and slavery in the land of Egypt. And God used them to set the people free. Samuel believed God for a miracle and he heard the voice of God. Daniel believed God for a miracle and he walked out of the lion's den alive. Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego believed God for a miracle. And a fourth man was seen in the fire. His name is Jesus. Not a hair on their head was burned, even though they were in a fiery furnace. And I'm here to tell you today that if you're in one of life's fiery furnaces, you can have deliverance today in Jesus' name. How many of you are in need of a miracle today? How many of you want to flow in the miraculous? Remember that he said, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Millions await the message of the gospel. Millions await the sound of your footsteps coming to their rescue. The leper waits for you. The blind man waits for you. The lame man waits for you. The deaf await you. The lost await you. Wise up, reach up, and stand up, and look around you. You are in the kingdom of his dear son, the Lord Jesus Christ. So assault the kingdom of Satan in Jesus' name. And in closing, let me just read to you. Isaiah 43 and 7, Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him. Yea, I have made him. Bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf that have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled. In Jesus' name. That's Isaiah 43 and 7. Remember, folks, one thing you must remember or believe in in order to operate in the miraculous, is the person. Are you the person God says you are? Do you walk according to what God's Word says about you? Second is to remember the place and believe in the place that you are now at. It's no longer the kingdom of darkness, but it's the kingdom of God you're in today. Remember that and believe that. Third is the power that God has vested in each and every one of us. Hallelujah. God is so good. We're going to pray in a few minutes, but I have an announcement to make. Uh, we are going to um, be going to the Philippines here in, in May, May 15th through the 28th. We will be ministering in crusades and conferences um, while we're there and, and revivals. And so please be praying for our ministry. If you'd like to make a donation, Please go to our website at www.rfm1.com. That's rfm1.com. Let's pray today that God would bless you in a special way. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace, O oh God. We believe that miracles are for today, O oh God, and we believe and trust that you're doing a great work in our midst, in the midst of your church, in the midst of your people. You're making all things new, old things new, and all things are being re refashioned in the kingdom of God so that you can fulfill the destiny God has charted out for your life. And so we pray, O oh God, that for more grace upon the life of the listener today, that you would pour out your power and your glory and your blessings and your wisdom 
understanding and knowledge, your conquering power, your healing power, your provision that comes from above. Lord, that you would pour that out upon our lives and upon the life of the listener today, O God. Blessed be the name of the Lord, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We thank you for that. We pray that you would multiply the miracle provision of finances upon our ministry today of Refiner's Fire Ministries. We pray that you give us wisdom, O God, on setting up a radio program here in the state of Texas and uh, just provide for us in a special way for that. To you be the glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Again, our website is www.rfm1.com. Please visit us on the website. Stay tuned to any announcements that we have and any newsletters. If you would like a newsletter sent to you and uh, to be on our mailing list, please um, fill in the information card and we will get back to you as soon as possible. God bless each and every one of you. and Thank you for tuning in to Sounding Out to the Nations, a podcast of Refiner's Fire Ministries.